So interesting. That's a little biased. Yeah, it is an interesting. I don't you think said it's biased. It's, it's based perfect, on data. It's the perfect real estate agent. It is the perfect real well, estate. Well, here's agent. the thing, though. Welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. Today, we're going to talk about ChatGPT and how you, as a real estate professional, could be violating the code of ethics and fair housing by using ChatGPT. Woo! And oh. I'll say what? What? They're always, uh, always saying not to do something. Yeah. Uh, like, is this a, is this a fear monger? So, like, word on the street leadership in real estate uh, across many companies and many organizations are saying that ChatGPT has hidden biases hmm. built into it that could impact fair housing. They could be a violation of your code of ethics. And so by using ChatGPT, you could be unknowingly portraying that information out there. So like ro- in your communications robot? or something or what? Like, it's it's weird. I, it so is a robot weird. has bias <laughs> over the skin color? Or sex or creed. Hey, I, I am just merely sharing <laughs> the, the what the screen I, color of the of the computer. Yeah, I know. You I don't you, you don't have your 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 blue tone on, your true tone. Well, yes. I, let's say that's that that blue is line. the case. Well, then proofread it and change it to what you feel is according. Because <laughs> if not, then yeah. they're probably going to write yeah. something that they didn't you, know they were going to get um, in you, trouble for anyway. You yeah. write a, a description of a home and it yeah. says something like biased. And you need to do your, you need to do your. Yeah, you need review. to read what it says. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally. I mean, totally. <laughs> if I it will. says something totally inappropriate, you're like, uh, you know, just copy and paste it and leave no. it and just like, oh, without reading it. I so. mean, I think the temptation is there to just copy and paste, though. You take <laughs> yes. a quick glance at it. You're oh, like, good. wow, that was awesome. Two seconds later, you it's copy, good. paste. And then, you know, maybe you sit back and think about it and you're like, huh, okay, that could have been an issue. I huh. don't know. Yeah, I think you use it by you know, using it and then you go back and look at it and go, okay, is this right? And then change a few things here and there and make sure what, it's, what if chat's good. doing it on purpose to try to like out, out certain things. And it's like laughing in the background. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming sentient. Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think that's the big fear with, with all of this. I mean, I know Elon Musk is oh. a big proponent of, Hey, we need to like pause. And he makes some really compelling arguments. He talks about how anything that has the impact that, that something such as chat GPT does should have some regulation. Yep. There, there should be somebody regulating this and, and protecting protecting the, the public from it. I wouldn't doubt it. Elon Musk is all his tweets right now are chat GPT. He's just like, no way doing it in the back or having no. chat GPT do it in the background for a while. I, I wonder this if truth AI bot. So you you can, can, I wonder if you could go into chat and ask it to give you responses as if you are Elon Musk. Ooh, that'd be actually in an Elon Musk funny. tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that got a laugh out of Keith. He's like, I like that one. That would be <laughs> I heard Elon Musk, um, had a new has a new CEO for Twitter. He's not. He's stepping down. Oh, is he? Yes. Six weeks. That just came out today. I did not hear mm-hmm. that. Yeah, my Tesla stock Replacing. popped today. Oh, so the nice. market went liked up. it. Yeah, went up. Yeah, it's good. Your it's nice. Tesla stock. Uh, our, oh. our Tesla stock. We're married sorry. here. Yes, like. <laughs> what's mine it's is yours. What's mine is mine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, you know, I, Hey, for one, I love, I love chat GPT. I'm, I'm oh, using it a lot. It's saving a lot of time. I know that a lot of real estate professionals are, I'm still so surprised though, by how many people haven't heard of it. I, I guess I've been sleeping on a rock or they took a trip to the 
14 month trip to the moon and back or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think, I mean, have you seen it on the, in the mainstream media though? I, like if you watch like, like NBC or oh. something like that, are they talking about chat GPT? Hmm. Yes. I don't know. They are. Yes. Okay. I've seen I don't, it. I don't really I don't watch it. I don't really watch it. So I don't I'm not may, a huge may, mainstream, uh, news guy, but without a doubt, as I've, flipped through some things I've absolutely heard them talk about and it. And on social media. Well, I mean, people talk about it on social media all the time. So it's, so it's gotta be, I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand why people don't, they haven't uh, heard about it. So it's weird. Well, and, and, and the thing that I love about ChatGPT is it goes so much deeper than just, I mean, a lot of the marketing or, you know, asking questions, uh, almost kind of like replacing Google from like a search standpoint, whatever else. I mean, I, my biggest thing is, is you know, the power of the AI is still limited by the the ability to input the right prompts. Right, right. I mean, well, that's one of the biggest to, things. Right. Yeah, you got to be smart, right? I've well, Noah is a master at it, and so I've kind of picked up a few tips from Noah. And one of the things that I picked up is whenever you're talking to ChatGPT, you want to like tell it like who you are and like what your objective is, and then ask it, "Do you understand?" And when you ask it and prompt it, if it understands, then it'll keep that in its repository, and it will use that information to give you responses down the line. So so no ChatGPT four only does twenty five responses before you have to start a new thread. Yeah, it's fascinating. So you can go in, you can like, for instance, in marketing, you're in real estate, and your avatar for this property is, you know, this, right? And so you can train it to be that avatar, and then give it those property details, and then ask it to write you a description based on that avatar. That's now really that cool. could be that could be a fair housing thing, right? Yeah. Because mm. you know, I, I've heard, uh, I've not done this, but I have heard a using this to target a millennial buyer mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. a Gen Z buyer or mm -hmm. a boomer. And, and those are, that's, that's age. What's the kind of verb? It's age. That's age, right? That's age. I mean, yeah. wouldn't I mean that it's be age protected? range, right? It's, it, Is age range protected? I don't know. Yeah. Age range. <laughs> <laughs> what generation that's, that's are you? Is generational is protected. Generation protected. <laughs> I think we need to add that. Oh, well, hey, that, that would mean that uh, I identify as a millennial, yeah, but yeah. I'm a boomer. Yes. <laughs> I go. identify as a Gen Zer. <laughs> Don't hold it against me. So NAR yeah. just came out with some pretty crazy <laughs> news. Which? What? What happened to NAR? So, well. Come on, Jay. You're this like, yeah, it was like you your head. It was like, that was your headline things. drop. So NAR has said that they could be raising dues. No, they did. They they they, they voted. They voted today, and it, oh. and, it, and it passed. Okay, so you do know. And, and they and they said it was it, it it passed because of inflation. You know, that's that's right. the, the reasons. Inflation. Keep up with inflation. Do we so. think that it passed nope. because they have a heavy mm. attorney bill? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think they're definitely uh, trying to load up the yeah. coffers. So. Mm. Can, I think the lawyers probably mentioned that to them. Like, hey, you guys better uh, raise your prices for inflation. I mean, how yep. great is that? Likely. You have a million and a half members, and you say, "Yeah, we're gonna raise it to twenty bucks, thirty bucks." Like, yeah, that's like thirty that's million dollars. Thirty million we just dollars. Made thirty million dollars. Do yep. you know what the raise was? Was it twenty, thirty bucks? Uh, let's see here. I, I can tell you here in a second. I was like. I've, so I've those of you, while, while Jay's more. looking that up, those of you that don't know, you've certainly heard us talk about on the, the past podcast, there is a couple of looming class action lawsuits out mm -hmm. there right now around buyer broker compensation and, you know, all of those rumblings that are going on that why 
uh, I won't be bashful about it, why we think that these raising the costs are, are there, is, are our fees, because they are arming the war chests to be able to take this on additionally with attorneys. Mm-hmm. So it raised by $6. Oh, $6, not quite. So there are okay. 1.5 million members. Um, it went up 4% to $156 instead of $150, um, plus a special assessment for its consumer ad campaign, which was raised to $45 last year. How do we feel about the consumer ad campaign? The uh, hire a, a realtor? It's a, it's a hire a realtor. I mean, I, I feel like I'm, it's lots of prestige. I, I don't really I, think, I love think the commercials, consumers though. Consumers care. They make me happy. They make me cry. your emotion. They do. Yeah. I, they get me they every time. A, I love them. They, they're definitely a cool commercial. I remember when they did that ad set with the Modern Family guy and the oh, spoof. Yeah. That, was, that was really funny. Like, I loved that one. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, so hey guys, we're gonna have to pay a little bit more yeah. to have our our code of ethics and our realtor designation. Yeah, Is it worth skip it? Skip out what? on your vente latte one <laughs> time yeah, a one year. Time one time a year. <laughs> Not a big deal. Damn it. Well, but I mean, let's look at it logistically. I mean, this is the strength in numbers, right? Six dollars times one point five—that's nine million dollars, right? Give or take. And nine million dollars—that's that's a whole lot of attorney war power there, war chest power. We're making a Not broad, really we're making a broad <laughs> assumption. Yeah, you're like, um, <laughs> they're suing for billions. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Well, so. keep in mind, though, NAR's membership has never been this great, right? I mean, we peaked at, I think, just at 1.6 yeah. back late last year, or maybe it was the beginning of this year. I don't know. We, we peaked yeah. about there. and uh, But even at where we stand today, a, a little over 1.5, We've never had this many realtors, right? Like, this is like a record. So they're making bank right now. Well, you would think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be the logical conclusion. What are they doing with all the money? you know, with eggs going up, everything else going up, you know, just, geez, we got to get our dues up too. You know, all the labor, all those, all those, all those things that they're doing for us realtors in the background. The commercial association of realtors. You know, there's just all those new employees they've had to hire are just more expensive. Mm. I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know. I, I'm I, obviously poking. I, you're poking. I, I would say that there are many benefits. I think one of the cool benefits of being a part of, of NAR and local associations, clearly MLS, and then standardized forms, right? I, sure. I think that that's clearly a massive benefit for for us, and I know every state is a little bit different. Here in Arizona, uh, we can we can draft contracts, and we could use a different contract if we wanted to. We just can't charge for that service. So, yep. you know, we can definitely take advantage of those forms and a lot of the infrastructure. But yeah, it, it does well, beg the question of they of, have to, so they make two hundred and thirty four million dollars every year off of dues. Yep. Boom. That's Mic a, drop. That's a quarter. Quor- almost quarter of a billion dollars. Wow. Well, that's why you have NAR. They have their accelerators and all those other things because they got the funds to invest in companies and startups and innovate new ideas in the real estate space. Mm-hmm. Speaking of yeah. innovation. Yes, let's We do know it. that there was an acquisition. There was. Who who bought who? Was it a merger or was it an acquisition? Uh, well, What are the deets, Elliot? Who, who, really know who, the deets, who right? gobbled up somebody? Well, we already know. And it's because I think that they shrank even though they had a fair amount of access to capital. But recently um was it a merger or an acquisition i don't know i I, I think it was an acquisition yeah okay uh easy knock 
bought ribbon. So those of you out there listening, uh, if you're in the southeastern of the country, you certainly have heard of ribbon because they definitely had a huge splash for a long, long time. And of course, you saw them disappear what seemed virtually overnight. They mm-hmm. lost access to their debt facility and pretty much went gone. So they had a lot of other, you know, cool things going on and easy knock a national company operates in all 50 states. They acquired ribbon. Hmm. What does that mean? What is hmm. what? Now I thought they kind of did the same thing, but maybe so, similar. More, well, I think ribbon focused more, more on buy buyer. side, right? More of that power buying hmm. product, okay. and then of course, ri- uh, Easy Knock is more of the seller side. It's more of the lease back, and I would yeah. call it the equity release yeah. sort of product. That's what they, that's what they say. Yeah. Right, they'll definitely focus on being able to um, sell your house, lease it back, purchase it back, even if you want to after that, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, ultimately being able to sell your house and lease it back so you don't have to rush and move. So even if you do plan to leave, you can lease it back. Or if you were in some type of uh, area where you needed to equity release, you could release that equity, pay off that debt, and then reacquire your house if you want to get yourself back into a position to acquire your house. Like, like who makes up these terms? Like, who sits <laughs> back know. and is like, this is really an equity release product, Keith. I, know. I think it's, it's, like almost, it's almost like a tongue like, twister. It's I like, love uh, it. Equity I love release. it. I think it's Mike Del Preti. <laughs> <laughs> He's yep. the terms Jared guy. seller gets it. Jared. It's their option value. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. That's It's essentially a very simplified, not having to go to a bank bridge type solution because mm-hmm. they don't have to lease it back but hey you're going to make a mortgage mortgage payment one way or another so you're going to pay a premium and get access to your equity or you know do you want to go deal with you know lenders mm. i'm a huge fan of what easy knock is doing yes. and uh, and yeah, you know, we transparently we work with easy knock and and big fan of of jared and all that he's done there so i'm excited to see him Congrats, position himself yep. to make these moves in the downtime yeah. and scoop up ribbon because obviously brilliant leaders they had a great product as well so cool things happening i think we're going to see more mergers and acquisitions that's my thought mm. more more lawsuits <laughs> and then more money being pumped into the technologies and more acquisitions. <laughs> I agree. Or slash mergers. I agree. I'm feeling that. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I think we're going to definitely see those kinds of kinds of pieces continue to play in the real estate space, right? Like the the, the innovation of the of the tech space, right? It, it's all been introduced. The concept now it's going to start streamlining the process and making it more seamless and even faster in everything that we do so it's less friction, right? That's what it's all supposed to be about is removing the obstacles, removing the friction so it's an easier, convenient, simple process. And I truly think that we're on the cusp of seeing that happen massive with AI. Hmm. How do you feel, let's let's wrap it up with this. How do you feel, a, you said you, you see that really happening with AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do you, what do you think that's gonna look like, Elliot? Consulting. I think it's going to be a true consulting thing. I mean, think about it. AI is literally the perfect real estate agent. It knows every single rule. It can process math like we've never seen. It can research the rule book. It can give you legal advice. It can literally tell you what's the best practice to do in certain circumstances should you pay X based on Y and or is now a good time to buy or not to buy? Is now a good time to sell? Now not a good time to sell. So interesting. That's a little biased. 
Yeah, it is an interesting. I don't you think said it's biased. It's, it's based perfect, on data. It's the perfect real estate agent. It is the perfect real well, estate agent. Well, here's the thing, though. And what then, depending on the market, maybe it's not the greatest time to buy, but it's the greatest time to buy for you. Mm. But I'll give you that. As long as they're educated on what's going on in the market. I'll give you that. But yeah. when I say the perfect real estate agent, I mean, the knowledge is what I'm talking about. Because mm. you could literally upload the rule book and every single real estate law, and it's going to retain it and be able to uh, repeat it yeah, on, but, on demand. But, does, but we are all the... Yeah, we all the have best real estate agent. We, we, we have ChatGPT right here. <laughs> we, the human element comes into play. And, uh, but then, on the, that. but then I believe that that human element is is yeah. so important when Empathy. you're dealing. I with. think it is important too. But the interesting thing is, though, is I've actually experienced the human ele- element in ChatGPT, right? Ooh. Like, oh, it's, side note funny story. So I, I've, I've talked about our daughter, Abby before. And when we showed her chat GPT and she loved it and it turns out Snapchat <laughs> gives everybody their own AI. And so they That's have crazy. their own AI friend. And Abby was telling me that most of the kids at school cheat with the chat, the Snapchat AI, AI. and that when she uses chat GPT, it's different. And so they're all going to like get caught out because because all their answers are going to be the yes, same. Using and the so Snapchat her, her version of cheating <laughs> is going to give it in a different flavor. Hey, answer this for me today. And in, in, in the tone of a, a 11th grader yeah. <laughs> or something. Seriously. No, she'll do like fifth grade just so it like dumbs it down a little. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Funny. Doesn't surprise me. Ah, the world is changing so quickly and technology is changing real estate. And that is what we love to talk about. Hey, if there's anything that you want us to digest, any suggestions, comments, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you ring that bell, subscribe and like, follow for more.